Continuing resolution, the Secretary of Defense releases a statement on a Senate vote. POW MIA Day, the Pentagon remembers those still missing from past wars. Restoring hope, how a martial arts program is helping wounded warriors heal. Welcome to DOD News Now, I'm Sergeant Adam Ross. Defense Secretary Chuck Hagel is applauding congressional passage of a continuing resolution to arm and train Syrian rebels. The Senate approved the House passed measure yesterday. In a statement, the Secretary wrote, This train and equip program is a key element of the President's comprehensive strategy to degrade and ultimately destroy ISIL. While it will take time to strengthen the moderate Syrian opposition forces, they and the Iraqi security forces and Kurdish forces are central to confronting ISIL. Today is POW MIA Recognition Day, which, organizers point out, is not simply a day of remembrance, but a day when the nation is reminded of its commitment to bring home prisoners of war and the remains of the missing from the nation's past wars. Corporal Jonathan Herrera is outside the Pentagon this morning, where in about an hour a ceremony will mark the day, including remarks from Secretary of Defense Chuck Hagel and Vice Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Admiral James Winnefeld. That's right, Sergeant Ross. The National League of POW MIA Families says there's 1,641 missing or unaccounted for veterans still missing from the Vietnam War alone. We had a chance to talk with the League's director, Ms. Ann Mills Griffiths, and she talked about what is just so important about getting these service members home. In warfare, there is always death. Families grieve. If you have remains, you know what happened and you have the remains of your loved one. So it's over. It's sad, and any loss of life like that is sad. It's the uncertainty of not knowing if he's still alive that keeps you motivated. Mills Griffiths has been a POW MIA advocate since the mid-1960s when her brother's plane disappeared from radar. He was the radar intercept officer on a night low-flying bombing mission off the USS Coral Sea. Does that mean they were over land? Does that mean they were over sea? Did they survive? Did they eject? Nobody saw it. So that is strictly an MIA case, missing in action. Recently, the rear seat canopy cover, with letters still painted on, was recovered in shallow water, along with some other mechanical parts and an ejection seat, which helps to put more of the story together. But still, no human remains have been found. There are people, cases where we know they were alive, know they were on the ground. That is a much, much more difficult thing than one like my brothers who simply disappeared. There are others who are reported dead, meaning a reliable source witnessed the death but was unable to recover the body. Those are the remains families are seeking so they can be repatriated and given a proper military burial. Scientific advances have improved the identification process over the past 50 years, but parents of the missing are dying off, leaving it to other family members to push for recovery. But Griffiths says she's not worried about the war or the cause becoming irrelevant. She says current wars have actually increased support, especially among active duty military. There but for the grace of God go I. They know that that could happen to them at any time. They wear POWMI bracelets. They, they fly our flag in, at different places where they are posted. In Afghanistan and Iraq, they send us pictures. They stay in communication. Thank you for what you're doing. We know you'd have our back if something happened to us. 
As you can see, the ceremonial units and different honor guards from the different military branches are preparing for the ceremony right now. And as you mentioned, Sergeant Ross, we're expecting to hear from Secretary of Defense Chuck Hagel. Uh, as we, uh, as Miss Mills Griffith said yesterday, he considers the POW MIA issue very important. And with that, we'll send it back to you in the studio. And we'll bring you that ceremony as soon as it gets started. It's scheduled to begin at 10 hundred. All week we've been profiling a San Diego-based program that is helping combat veterans transition to life post-deployment. As part of our special suicide prevention coverage this month, we take a closer look at POW, Pugilistic Offensive Warrior Tactics. As Tech Sergeant Nathan Perry reports, this unique combination of cage fighting and yoga is helping veterans heal in mind, body, and spirit. Exhale down. So you want to let your head hang loose, hang slack? Go from over under now, over under. Yes. If you feel like going for the headstand, go ahead. Looking for pummeling, pummeling. Go for takedowns, use the striking to set up those underhooks. Pow. Head position. Pugilistic Hips. offensive. Wrist control. Warrior tactics. Aaron getting tossed around like a little girl. Is a unique approach to group therapy. There you go, get off the cage. The get classes the are a combination of two nice. very different disciplines. Mixed martial arts. There we go, footwork, get off the wall now. Circle, And circle. yoga. Inhale. I've incorporated it in with the MMA. Inhale up. Because physically it has a direct, uh, it complements the sport directly. I mean, open hips, open back and shoulders. Head back, exhale, stretch. Uh, is, is a valuable tool in the sport of wrestling and jujitsu because if you're not mobile and you don't have that dexterity, you're gonna be stuck on in advantageous positions or you're gonna get stuck in submissions that somebody more flexible can get out of. I found it's very beneficial for utilizing my striking. Um, I'm able to open my shoulders, open my, particularly my hips. Straighten your legs, lift your hips, and try to push your heels to the mat. Inhale, look forward. Former Army Sergeant turned social worker Todd Vance founded POW to help his fellow combat veterans transition to a life at home. Many of his students have physical and emotional wounds and benefit from the physicality of cage fighting, the added zen of yoga. Lift your chest up, sit your butt down low. So there's a direct physical connection that the guys that are scared are hesitant about all the, the feelings and the foo-foo-ness of it. That's what I push on. The front of your bicep will get a lot of tension on it. So to keep that stuff open and loose, we do we have a couple good stretches. There's definitely people here that still kind of rag on it and I'm like, you have no idea like what it does for you. Like it, it keeps your mind focused and it makes you a better fighter, honestly. Like I'm more flexible. I can I can kick better, I can punch better. <laughs> So, and I can recover better from all this. Keep working, who's gonna get the takedown? Suck him out, Johnny. Nice, back up, Turk, push ahead. I'll ramp him up during the class. We'll do really high intense drills, uh, physical exercises, and then after class, I'll have them focus on their breath, sitting up with correct posture, going through a number of uh, different postures and asanas, and you'll see them kind of, the, the tension just flood off of their body, and they'll seem relaxed, and, and they'll leave in a more mellow state, which is a good thing. You gotta breathe through it, okay? You can't fight the stretch because the stretch will win. Just gotta surrender to it. Just, get, just let it go. And it's not just a quick fix. Students say the mix of MMA and yoga helps them cope with their PTSD outside the cage too. Todd says it all the time, these breathing exercises that we do during yoga, like you could take that anywhere. So if you find yourself in a crowd and you can't deal with crowds really easily, just start doing those breathing exercises, the same ones that you try to work through that stretch work through that crowd. Outside. You know, work through your problems that you're doing at the time. Outside. 
jogging forward. And I'd say that's the biggest gift that yoga has given me is being able to focus on right now and not be hung up on the past and not be stressed out about the future. <laughs> For more information on the POW program, go to their website, powsd.org. I'm Sergeant Adam Ross. Keep it right here for the latest in DOD news.